sa ating pagpapatuloy ng ating serye sa mga kandidato sa pagkasenador sa 2022 national election, ating makakapanayam si Aksyon Demokratiko Senatorial Bet sa Miraguto kung bakit siya ang karapat-dapat nating mahalal sa susunod na halalan. Ating malalaman ang kanyang platforma di gobyerno at ang kanyang desisyon na mapabilang sa senatorial slate ni Mayor Isko Moreno. Tayo na po sa isang malalimang talakayan dito lamang sa loob ng preso. Hello po sa inyong lahat and welcome inside the press room kung saan ating pinag-uusapan ang mahalagang isyu ng ating bayan kasama ang ating mga reporters at newsmakers ng ating bansa. Ako po si Romel Lopez, ang Regions Editor ng Press1.ph at kasama ko po rito of course sa loob ng press room ang ating editor na si Felipe Salvosa. Hello po. Magandang araw Romel at magandang araw sa lahat ng mga nakikinig sa ating mga podcast platforms at sa ating YouTube channel. O special ang ating uh, edition ngayon kasi we will be starting our uh, senatorial series. So, imbitahan natin yung mga senatorial candidates sa 2022 national elections para ating uh, pag-usapan ang uh, kanilang mga plataforma di gobyerno. Wala nang patumpik-tumpik pa. Welcome po natin, first time inside the press room, Aksyon Demokratiko Senatorial Candidate. Samira Gutok. Hello ma'am and welcome inside the press room. Good evening po. Magandang uh, <laughs> evening. Assalamualaikum and uh, thank you. Thank you Felipe and Nico for this. Hi ma'am. Kamusta pala sa inyo dyan? Sa, ano, sa area ninyo? Uh, ang relief operations after Odette? Kamusta po? Erratic po no? Nang first uh, Friday na natin yung uh, wifi signal. I was very worried sa family. Six year old sa Iligan City. Tapos to hear pa na may ano may crack sa isang bridge that connects us to the industrial zone uh, well abuti naman hindi kasi ito yung sendong area di ba po so dito yung pinaka horrifying nightmare po ng namin Mindanao bilang isang uh, outreach program worker eh talagang malaking bagay po yung bawat bawat detalyeng ganun eh uh, life uh, lifelines and all this information so yeah kamusta po ang relief operations. Hanggang ngayon po, um, well, wala ako physically, hindi ako nakapunta sa Lana del Sur areas where my home province is, which is one hour, almost one hour away. Mm-hmm. At saka sa Siargao, Suriga, where some of my campaign uh, friends are, campaigners na on human human rights at saka workers on outreach. Sila po yung uh, nag-reach out sa mga telcos at saka katuwang mm-hmm. natin po. And... Um, Uh, nag-LGU to LGU and some Seventh-day Adventist friends have been uh, there yesterday so talagang devastated talang flat. Mm-hmm. It, malayo ikwento yung Marawi siege from this disaster kasi natural to pero right. eerie feeling guys ba na parang pareho talaga po in a way na flattened in a, parang bagsak talagang uh, ano eh from bombardment yung sa amin Marawi to seeing Siargao. I tried to. Yeah. And you were part of that special commission no, na created by uh, President Duterte di ba, for the rehabilitation of Marawi. And madadala niyo po rin ba yung advocacy na yan? I remember when you ran for senator sa, noong, noong 2019, isa yung sa mga platforma ninyo. So 
So for the coming uh, 2022 election, may nagbago ba sa inyong uh, platform ng gobyerno or meron pa kayong naidagdag sa inyong uh, gustong uh, legislative agenda for 2022 if in case kayo ay mahalal na senador? Yun nga eh, the accident ka- accidental candidate na kin- <laughs> kinadescribe ko sa sarili ko na product of uh, conflict. Kagaya yeah. eh, reporter naman po ako, correspondent, sometimes stringer, freelancing, then humanitarian civic work. Yeah, um, I was part of the commission that drafted the organic law, Bang Samoro, not, necess- not the Marawi Rehabilitation. So mm-hmm. yung Marawi Rehabilitation po, it's a task force created by an EO. Iba po yon. So parang outside po kami nun, but mm-hmm. we were partnering with them in so many of the missing and dead incidents, uh, incidents to push for um, ayuda. Uh, FYI po guys, wala po tayong sec- uh, sector at uh, category. That's why talagang emotionally physically invested ako sa itong issue natin ng mga nawalan ng bahay which mm-hmm. includes sa uh, itong ating Odette because nakita natin from Marawi siege from the Sendong and all mm-hmm. the tragedies natin Yolanda housing electricity water kailangan mandatory to be provided for and can you imagine nagka-shocking right. na naman na naman tayo with with Odette yes i carry that po uh, i carry that i am frontliner dito hindi to kwentong kampanya plataforma kundi talagang I was there I lived the nightmare and until now hindi pa nakakabalik sa five years later sa longest I call it the longest quarantine community the Marawi sector which is an example na pagpabayaan pag hindi tutukan hindi natin ma-resolve ang issue ng crisis first things first yes pandemic but you didn't finish yet the other uh, the other disasters of the country Mm-hmm. Ma'am, um, tumakbo po kayo noong 2019 ano? So um, maki- ma- maikukumpara ninyo ang pagkakaiba siguro ng kampanya noong 2019 Wala pang pandemic at saka ngayon Although hindi pa officially campaign period ano? Pero matanong ko kayo, how, kamusta ang um, inyong strategizing no? Ngayong 20, para sa 2022 elections in a period na baka walang masyadong ano interaction with voters and uh, mukhang ang kampanya ay uh, nangyayari sa social media I uh, I was very privileged po guys no um to be to be exposed to national leaders na merong like, si Senator Kiko was the campaign manager of no of Liberal Party na I was adopted in and grabe po I mean we had research we had data And uh, they would present it, and we would huddle. There were press cons regularly. We would interact because senatorial campaign po yon, di ba? 2019. So we had more airtime to actually discuss the issues like uh, itong a crisis, which I, which I bring for disaster management, crisis management, women, gender, uh, minority rights. Ngayon po, uh, hindi necessarily physical po yung huddles, strategizing, mentoring ng ating campaign managers, ilito banayo for action. Uh, but I, I I relish po the moments na magkakasama kami physically, which is on a regular daily, as as vigorous po as as talagang regular as every day you know, on the road. Um, last time at ngayon, but because um, we have to go through a war as they call it, direction na agad eh, and managing pandemic. Kailangan maximize na namin kung ano yung little time with the crowd, with the community. Um, actually, parang 
it, it's not as different eh. as uh, thank you to God for training us on that level na that liberal party experience or direct coalition was as rigorous for us now pero ngayon mas makonti kami mas lima five kami kasi nga sa tricycle sabi ni Yorme <laughs> kasi kami sa isang ano we we're in a bus with uh, the others tapos makakasama uh, sabay buwaba din so yeah i'm very honored po and lucky na i get to discuss at a time na restrictive nga yung environment the same po the same environment na advocacya Uh, but yeah, mas konti kami ngayon and there's kind of focus, uh, very, ano ngayon, very uh, relevant po yung crisis which I talk about in the last to now, pandemic. So conflict and then pandemic, natural di- natural disaster we call this. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very, ano, I'm living in the moment po. I'm living in the ano, moment. <laughs> Ma'am, um, siguro nakita niyo yung, ano, yung pinakahuling resulta no, ng mga surveys, ano? So how do you deal with uh, these um, you know survey results no um and uh, ano ang inyong balak no para magkaroon kayo ng kumbaga fighting chance to get into the so-called uh, magic 12 no? Um yeah this is a great opportunity po to be in your program for every show time air uh, air time that you give me is a time na masabi ko na every sako tarpaulin that you can help me po kahit sino po na nakikinig ngayon na makwento niya sa kasambahay niya sa tricycle driver na nasa nakakausap niya grab driver which i was in that 2019 almost three months na grab rider po ako so i had the chance to talk to 300 grab drivers and talk to their cellphone na nakikipag-chat ako sa kanilang grab community every almost every day is that um is that ano po yung exponential increase na we think every day of three of three groups in every day of a meet crowd uh, would increase to three times 500 minimum na tao one five every day uh, na nakakausap na pwedeng maging so called campaign leaders natin after hearing us giving us that moment na marinig kami sana po this four months five months po uh, will be something na mayroong impact na po yung aming for three months na ginagawa po of sorties around the country na nagpapakilala ulit. And I would uh, say that uh, I'm again honored to be part of a Bilis Kilos group na ma- very tale- talented na mga tao as my previous experience. Napakagaling na mga tao and I pay tribute to them po. So yeah, I uh, I hope that this direct interaction plus online um, online um, airtime that you give me would give my 35 ranking right now uh, 25 ako noon 35 ako now because there's so many factors and uh, one of which is umakyat po yung some of the administration bets president is also there in the top uh, top so uh, yeah i hope to reach 20 plus again in the next uh, january po and uh, hopefully i'm you know I'm, i'll be happy if by february makareach ako ng 21 or 19 and then go from there <laughs> in the debates. <laughs> okay, ma'am, um, siguro I don't know if you ano, panakikisalamuha kayo sa mga tao. I don't know kung uh, ano ang mga nagiging sentro ng conversations niyo with your with your constituents with with you know people you interact with, no. Uh, but I guess one of the questions would be um from you know from a 
straight opposition in 2019 ano you are joining the team of uh, Manila Mayor Isko Moreno no na ano it doesn't want to be labeled as purely an opposition slate no so uh, pag nakaka-encounter kay ng ganung tanong how do you answer that how do you explain or do you feel the need to explain yourself uh, with the political uh, decisions you have made in this election cycle yeah i um hindi defensive, hindi naman offensive. Um, ang approach ko is that people were not with me in the crisis that I faced in Mindanao. Not many who are judgmental were not with me, although they were invested in us. And I would always be sometimes bordering emotional because Twitter was my community and okay lang po iniwanan ako ng napakarami o kaya... Um, The, the, the former Facebook support groups that I had, na some of them were had departed, and I don't take it against them. Po, I don't take it against them. Uh, iniyak, nakaiyak ako siempre po. And this is not an emotional journey all, all alone. No, this is multi. It's strategic. It's political. It has to be taken in science. Dapat mo my numbers. So I am an opposition leader who was invited in a time of a pandemic. In a time of crisis where five years of what I see of missing persons in my community have not been resolved. And sorry po, minsan English kasi minsan napapabilis yung thought process natin. Mm-hmm. Uh, parang i-describe bawat isa, kayo nakaharap ko ngayon, kausap ko ngayon sa mikropono, sa eye to eye ngayon. Imagine niyo po na kayo ay may pamilyang namatayan. And wala, hindi, hindi ako namatayan. Pero alam ko po how it is to be entering a so-called war zone of a COVID area where you are alone na nagbabantay para po lang makita mo yung realidad ng karamihan ng walang access sa to silimusib medicine o kaya kung ano-anong kailangan na medisina. At alam ko yung ganong feeling that sometimes politics is one reason but it's also about reality bites. And I am here, opposition still, Uh, maybe as not as um, frontline as I would like to be because I don't have the opportunity to be interviewed all the time. Mm-hmm. But I will stand by the same positioning. Many of these positions I've held in the past will continue to resonate. Uh, and they will see that in the forums discussions where I will be asked, maybe in the debates. So um, no, po, I don't feel as offended as defended as need to be defensive about it and um, sana po makita ng bawat isa yung mga rason na kailangan bilis kilos is something each one of us I think can resonate with um, so yeah time time siguro will see why um, many would close their mind to why I am here mm-hmm. okay Ah, Manny, kasama na po natin dito ngayon sa ang ating ano, kasama si Manny Mugato. Hi, Manny. Hi, hi, Samira. Hmm. Tanong ka kay Ma'am Samira. Eh, tatanong ko lang kay Ma'am Samira, no, kasi matagal-tagal na rin na wala tayong uh, membro na sa Senado na galing sa Muslim community, no? Ang huli ata, sila Santalina Rasulpa. Yeah. Saka si Mike Tamano, no? Eh, sa tingin nga, ano, ano ba ang may offer ng Samira Gutok sa, sa Senado? 
at uh, bakit siya dapat suportahan hindi lamang ng mga kapanya Muslim pati ng mga Kristiano naging manbabatas so experienceado sa batas at uh, yes sabi nila bata ka pa pala Sam I'm just 47 daw but I think I started very young um, naging journalist kagaya niyo and I saw from Aparitohulo literally uh some of the ground needs and not just being a fence sitter not to ano na tayo ay mascom journalist lang but I went over the bakod and became a worker at responding what I saw into so parang conflict journalism ako co- journalist covering conflict pero naging part din ako ng resolution and mm-hmm. hirap palagi sabihin na voluntary tayo freelance tayo tayo ay humanitarian na tra- nag- nagtatrabaho for 30 years in a country po na top-notch tayo sa conflicts impact at saka natural disaster, bakit po tayo palaging delayed, delayed ang ating mga responses? So, maraming namatay po sa Odet. So, ito po yung mga kwento na <laughs> nakikita natin araw-araw at siguro uh, it, it, I would have that kind of working knowledge and maybe uh, proposals na pwede natin magamit having sat in uh, climate change work Uh, mga boards that were responding to the situations that we saw sa crisis. Hmm. Uh, ma'am, ang ating presidente taga Mindanao. Meron tayong tatlong senador na taga Mindanao. So, sa assessment nyo as a, as a daughter of Mindanao, uh, was uh, there substantial legislation or even uh, projects extended to Mindanao for the past five and a half years? And if So, ano yun sa tingin nyo? Ano yung nagkulang? Or ano yung may i-address nyo pa if ever you uh, join uh, the Senate? Acknowledge naman po, po na may appointments no by cabinet on on cabinet to re, to represent Mindanao. We have um, Mindanaoan senators. We have Mindanaoan party lists. Uh, we have Mindanaoan programming. Um, but always about yung masa, you teach them but to fish or you give them the fish? Hmm. Is, is it about financial infra or talagang papauwiin mo yung mga iniwanan na lupain at pwedeng dapat gawing agraria na, may agrari- agrarian work, uh, irrigated? Because many of us have really gone to cities, di ba po yung hmm. we've abandoned so many of our lands. So, um, much has to be done po. Uh, may Mindanao Development Authority Bill We pushed for that po in the past. Uh, binantayan natin yung mga Mindanao-related legislation, anti-discrimination, hindi pa rin naipapasa. So napakalaking bagay po na pwede po, we can stand as persons for oversighting the necessary um, cascading pa more and uh, actualizing it. Hiring, uh, employment, uh, ending conflict, which is bago pa lang naman, bang Samoro, meron pang other, the communist insurgency to look mm-hmm. into. Mindanao. So yeah, uh, I'm been, been again been very honored to be part of so many of the movements studying this and being part of the resolution as well and working with bishops and all other stakeholders including mga soldiers, seven years ties Army Advisory Board, Fort Bonifacio. Yes po, I'm uh, ready as can be to take on the real work of crafting laws. Ma'am Samira, no? may gusto lang akong tanong no? kasi uh, may kit apat na taon na yun nangyari sa Marawi. Apo. O, eh, sa ngayon eh, wala pa rin ako nakikita ang development doon sa may main battleground. No? 
ano bang sitwasyon doon sa Marawi at ano po ang nararamdaman ng sentimento ng kapwa Maranao na napakabagal na development niya sa Marawi? So, um, yung ano po, um, doktrina na kailangan balikan natin po is that, syempre, sa Constitution, the right to life, liberty, or property ay para sa lahat. At uh, limang taon almost ang Marawi siege Siyempre, ang promise after five months of the siege is to bring back people to norm uh, to the to normal sipo, which is the guiding principles ng United Nations on internal displacement. Wala po kasi tayo kakamani ng batas eh, on displaced persons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that's the problem. Na wala pong deadlining, wala pong reference, wala ng framework po no for the Marawi siege. Only an EO that you know the task force Marawi alternate. Si President, si Secretary ng Housing at Chair, siya po yung nagbamando. So for soldiers nga, former retired soldiers to be there, sana mas mabilis, di ba? So, mando, tuto. President, ito na po, last four months na natin sana, eh, pwedeng tutukan niya to. Eh, hindi pa nakakabalik po yung many of us in Ground Zero. Yes, the mosques have uh, opened, pero sino mag-pray doon pag walang taong nakabalik, di ba po, sa Ground Zero? Ito po yung cultural center ng Bangsamoro where most of the schools are. And outside naman Ground Zero, which is uh, most of the 96 barangays, activated naman po, to give you credit naman din, may na-activate na po din, Mindanao State University and other functional institutions, establishments. Meron, meron po ba kayong uh, naramdaman dito sa sinasabing radicalization dan sa Marawi? Kasi nga, Medyo disgruntled na yung mga tao dahil mabagal yung development. Pwede kayang pumasok dito yung tinatawag na uh, yung Islamic State na ideology na babalik uli sila? With the passage ng anti-terrorism law, ang takot ko na lang po is that this could be an instrument na, you know, baka may mga hindi magkaroon ng pag-uunawa ang gobyerno at mga ilang suspects at sana po hindi totoo there have been incidents dito sa amin na lanaw na may so-called mobilization or movements and uh, mm-hmm. the need for budgeting Philippine police army civilian relations is something na I've been fighting I thought nung nag nag ano appear po ako uh, doon sa congress congressional hearing on the ATB anti-terror bill na sana unahin po yung lakasan po, yung relasyon ng ating gobyerno at saka yung so-called Islamic, uh, study, uh, Islamic uh, studies uh, advocates, yung mga so-called extremes, uh, extremists or conservatives down the right, right side of uh, the ideology. So sana po yun ang nabigyan ng budget. Eh. So hoping that the anti-terrorism law will actually uh, give a chance to the Anti-Terrorism Council to put in trust-building measures para ma-de-radicalize so-called itong ating mga groups na existing. Huling na lang po ma'am, ano? happy po naman kayo sa ginagawa ng uh, bagong pamunuan ng BARM uh, dyan sa Marawi at sa Lanao Sur? Uh, in, in its infancy po, bata pa, pinanganak ang Bangsamoro government um, two years, one year anniversary pa lang nila. So they have to actually kakamani, di ba po, ilang codes pa rin sa setup. Mm-hmm. The election code even. The mm-hmm. civil service code. Fun- to function as a government, kailangan mo lahat ito para po masweldoan ng tama yung tao. So 
pinapanganak pa yung ating batang Bangsamoro government. At meron pang intergovernmental board uh, that works supposedly with national government agencies so that they can help uh, capacitate po itong ating local agencies. And I'd like to look at, syempre, yung mga rebels, paano po sila ma-incorporate din sa ating mainstream police uh, at army, paano po maging... Yan po yung instrumento kakamani, di ba? You've been studying uh, terrorism. Eh. Ikaw po isang nag-cover sa amin internationally, locally, na talagang bantayan po yung paano. Makatulong din yung kapwa Muslim sa so-called uh, kapwa niya rin na targeted na suspects na napupunta sa other side of the border. Kasi, hmm. uh, Ma'am Samira, no? siguro mas maganda kung yung pondo na para sa BI, sa BARM, Uh-huh. Eh, may bigay talaga ng, ng totoo. Kasi minsan iniipit na national government kaya medyo nahihirapan din yung BARM mm-hmm. sa pag-implement ng mga reforms na sa inyong lugar. Kaya po kakamani, pinafight po natin na may isang titindig na Bangsamoro sa mikropono ng Senado kasi minsan po kailangan talagang tutok-tok tayo, kakatok, na we know the poorest of the poor realities at lalo pa multiply multiple burden pandemia crisis ang mga <laughs> uh, war rido family feuds uh, uh, that may push us back more back to the wall <laughs> at sa tingin niyo tama naman ang naging desisyon ng uh, legislatura at ng pangulo na i-extend by three years ang uh, transition sa barm parang batang kailangan po ng additional supplemental support mm-hmm. na yeah hindi pa natatapos yung kailangan ng mga framework o kailangan ng mga Uh, you know, pillars para po yung building na yan ay gagalaw at maka-entertain na ng investment, mga bisita, <laughs> internal cleaning, internal build-up, gaw- gawin yung bahay para po makapasok na tayo kayo, makabisita na kayo regularly at hindi natatakot sa pintuan na yan pumasok sa ba- so-called Bangsamorogo community. Pero, siguro ma'am, ito na po yung huli kong tanong sa inyo. No? Um, balikan natin yung, ano, yung, yung inyong uh, partido, no? So nagkaroon na ho ba kayo ng maybe I don't know heart to heart or one on one with your me no kasi alam niyo naman ng social media nabanggit niyo na kanina yung ano yung sa social media napakagaling nilang magspot ng mga contradictions ano and minsan yung mga pananalita ni Yorme uh, ang perception is they contradict your what your stance now or your previous stances okay. so na-address na po ba yun or do you feel the need to address this or ano do you feel that you can impose on the presidential candidate and vice versa? He knows that the Senate and a president has their own, ano, di ba po, uh, there's three powers of the state sakali and I was a candidate in the past and so I have positions, strong positions on issues no, that we might differ in martial law even, um, how to deal with the Marcoses, Uh, President Duterte, which he knows na I resigned from President Duterte's administration dahil sa rape joke na sinabi niyang, mang-rape kayo, uh, isa, dalawa, tatlo, para sa akin, it's on me. I mean, okay, yung lingwahe ba niya na he's not serious about it, but to say it at the moment that we were running from bombardment, awayan, at nagtatakbuan that day, eh. few days, one week lang po, and the wound was so fresh. So parang... Uh, if you say that you're going to be arrested in the airport for a bomb joke, di ba? I mean, it's like that na nakakatakot. So scary din ang leader natin po, di ba? Sinasabi yan. So yeah, we are both strong personalities. Yorme is uh, 
uh, executive, his experience is executive, mine is policy, commissioner ako, naging legislator ako. So naturally, there will be disagreements along the way, but I also uh, understand where he's coming from and the party that I belong to. And even if I have a minority position sometimes that the party will not carry, I know that I'm a party person, but I also have my individual ideas, which we respect the party. Okay. I mean, nobody can take away, guys, uh, last statement, siguro na, martial law in Mindanao was the worst ever for any location in the country. So, diba, this is something na I carry. At uh, alam nyo ni Yorme, hindi siya nagsesensor na sa mira, wag mo yan ikwento. Wag mo yan ikwento kasi centrist ang aming party so-called. Nasa sentro kami. Pero hindi yan matatake away ng partido ko, yung ng massacres na nangyari sa Mindanao. And that will be a story, a fact, a data that I will carry throughout, even if I win. Hindi po ako masasilence on this. You still consider progressive. Ma'am, kasi sa banggit nyo, centrist ang partido, pero progressive kayo nung 2019 eh. Is there a conflict on centrist and progressive? I hope not. But uh, yeah, if there's a, this is a centrist that puts pulls together everyone, including HR, a uh, person like me, human rights uh, advocate, then I hope that I'm the person within the center that represents the progressive. From Samira, I think mga more than 50% ng ating botante ngayon eh hindi na naranasan yung Marshalo no nung panahon ni Marcos. Then din ko ba sa Mindanao eh nakalimutan na yung yung ginawa ni Pangulong Marcos nung Marshalo at eh, parang ang daming gustong iboto ang kanyang anak. Yung libro natin DepEd syempre is kung material na dito sa Mindanao bak hindi na masyado nga nababasa. Hindi na lalaman ng half ng populasyon natin. Actually, di ba po sa 60 million voters, is there that data ng COMELEC na karamihan yan is 18 above, 18 years old above, uh, bata, fifth, uh, youth, youth population. So Mindanao, pwedeng hindi as so-called always with protests or mobilizations as much as we see in Manila, yung uh, mga progressive organizations coming together, may mga Zoom conferences pero nagkaroon ng Mindanao Human Rights Summit, nagkaroon ng Mindanao Peace Summit, may mga organizations dito dedicated din on human rights discourse. Even if minority we could say, uh, hindi la- they don't come together na majority ang human rights advocates in Mindanao, pero I would say that uh, there is a so-called silent majority. But yeah, mahirap eh. Con- social media content, nahahijack di ba po ng content that we entertainment is there eh. So yeah, may, many might have forgotten, but that's the job of a senatorial like me, is to remind that violence of the past can never be swept under the rug. Hindi po pwedeng kalimutan natin ang paghiwa ng uh, katawan ng napakarami. Uh, I call it, not to dramatize for the point, but literally it was a massacre for so many. At sana po, hindi makalimutan ng mga bata. Pusrabaho po natin lahat na ipaalala ang malagim at madilim na kasaysayan natin sa ilalim ng Marcelo. Pero yes. ma'am, yung pong bang politika diyan na lokal no sa Bangsamoro. Eh nagbago na po ba o marami pa rin tayong warlord diyan sa Barn? Well, yung MI left nga po is the 
one ski actor po no that would push for fighting pugs no kasi sila po yung magme-mainstream papasok na po sa national security uh, institutions of PNP and army and they would help can you imagine FYI po kakamani indigenous peoples and bangsamoro many of them are not yet uh, from these sectors na dominant sa bangsamoro population although may, there are christians of course the settlers many of the police directors are not from that community mm-hmm. the so we need to look into capacitating them so that they also represent uh, the leadership that will that knows the culture ng so-called of the other side na kailangan mo i-address. <laughs> okay. Ma'am Samira, bali uh, huling tanong po namin para ma-address niyo na rin ang ating mga tagapakinig at manonood. Sa darating po na 2022 election, bakit po ang isang Samira Gutok ang dapat maging susunod na senador ng ating bayan? Hmm. Hindi po siya natakot tumambay sa COVID ward, funeral parlors, cemeterio, at sumakay sa abal-abal hanggang ngayon para po maintindihan na ang batas na kinakailangan ay galing sa katotohanan ng mga tao. Mataas na mga presyo, buhay na nakikitil sa kagutuman, um, mga krisis na napakaraming tambak ng tambak bawat taon. At uh, hindi lang plataforma yan sa kanya, kundi buhay na she lives with in her society. So naiintindihan ko, ang Mahoria, ang storya ng Mahoria ay uh, hindi lang storya ng minoridad na mayayaman. So Samira Gutok po ay tutok talaga. And I think uh, kulang siya ng mga videos, material content out there. And hopefully itong show natin can... Maybe tell part of the story. Uh, <laughs> this is a shout out, no? So, social media warriors, I really am in need of people who can help me dig up the past work that we did. There's just so much that I can share. Uh, sana po maki- mahanap po kayo through this program na when we work together, sana po maikwento nyo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome naman po kayo parati, ma'am, dito na bumalik sa amin. Thank you. And with that, thank you very much po, Mr. Miraguta, for joining us here sa loob po ng Pasko. Salamat po at good luck sa inyong uh, campaign. First. <laughs> so, maraming salamat po at maraming salamat po sa inyong lahat sa pagsama uli sa amin dito sa loob ng Press Room. Sa ngalan po ni Pe Salbosa and Manny Mugato. Ako po si Romel Lopez para sa Press 1.ph. Hanggang sa susunod na edisyon ng The Press Room. Take care po and God bless you.